Welcome to Covenant Church's sermon discussion. This conversation happens most Wednesdays on Facebook Live between me, Michelle Lichty, the communication director at Covenant, and the preaching pastor from the previous Sunday. If you haven't already, I recommend listening to the sermon before listening to our discussion. Well, good afternoon. I'm Michelle Lichty, and I am here with Brentley Jordan. And we are here on a strange day. That's right. Different schedule, different kind of week. Yeah, it's spring break for your family, not mine. Mine was last yes. week. And, um, and so you had a conflict yesterday. And so we thought, well, we'll just push it off to Thursday, our discussion about the hallmark virtue of citizens of the other realm, which is joy. Yes. That's a mouthful. <laughs> um, and the verses that you focused on this week were, were Philippians 2, 16b through 18. Yeah. Correct? Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And the way you started the sermon was to challenge us to think of something flimsy and yes. dirty. So, so yes. So, Michelle, what was the flimsy or and sturdy thing that came to your mind? Uh, it was not Jenga or an oak tree. I can tell ah, you that. Um, yes. Probably flimsy was a piece of paper. Uh huh. And sturdy, I I don't know. I think you moved too quickly for me to. Have oh man. <laughs> have something in mind that quickly. I I was like, oh yeah, a tree. That's a perfect sturdy thing. <laughs> you know, I I have to be honest. The first thing that came to my mind when I was thinking something sturdy was I had recently watched with my uh, family some America's Funniest Home Videos. That stuff never gets old in my mind. So it was you this- You uh, Oh, it was this <laughs> video of this, uh, these two men trying to knock down a fence post. And it's this guy, it shows him running into the fence post and he hits it and it doesn't budge. And he just <laughs> flies backward and kind of crumples on the ground. and. And just this picture, I mean, one, it was hilarious because that's just the kind of stuff I laugh at, unfortunately. Um, but the other, that was the picture in mind that I had was this pole that just would not budge. Um, so honestly, I was combing through the internet, hoping I could find that video to watch and, and to share on Sunday. But all of the videos I found of people running into things just it didn't end up being a, a great thing to share um but that was honestly where where it came from um, oh yeah yeah um, i that's probably a good thing that you didn't have those <laughs> and it's true can, not everyone shares my weird sense of humor <laughs> and you can thank your children for all of us for, for yes. helping to illustrate the sermon on sunday yeah and i thought those illustrations of the jenga tower and the oak tree were such a contrast. It really helped me think or picture what my what level of strength or sturdiness the joke my joy. Yeah. At what level? Yeah. <laughs> trying to speak in proper English and it's not working today. <laughs> so yeah. I, I don't think I'm like the oak tree, but I hope I'm better than the Jenga tower. Yeah, and I mean, I think the truth is, you know, we we have our moments. Um, you know, there are moments where where our our joy is fixed on the right things, and and it can't be budged. Um, 
And, and there are other moments where I am just, I'm fixed, my joy is fixed on my own comfort or my, you know, just enjoyment of some, you know, superficial activity. And, and that, I mean, those circumstances just mess that up so easily. Yeah. And, and then I get all bent out of shape because that thing I wanted to happen doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, and I just, I mean, so we, we all can, in a given moment, recognize the way that, uh, that when we are fixing our joy to something flimsy and when we're fixing it to something sturdy. And we're going to have a bunch of examples of each, each day, sadly, probably. Well, yes, I'm sure. I, you know, we do live in a broken, fallen world. Yeah. I think the term you used was dirty joy. Oh, it was uh, sturdy joy. Oh, I heard dirty yeah. joy. <laughs> Man, oh, I, need no. to, I, I need to pronounce things better. Yeah, sturdy joy. Sturdy uh, joy. Oh, just, man. you know, talking about, uh, you, you look at Paul's example, and his, his joy was fixed to his, his pursuit of exalting Christ. Mm-hmm. And, and no matter what happened, he could respond in a way that exalts Christ. Um, so, you know, so whether he's persecuted or, or stoned or shipwrecked, like those circumstances, um, they can't automatically knock off his, his pursuit of exalt, of exalting Christ. So he can, in any circumstance, he can, he is in control of his response to respond in such a way that exalts Christ. And, um, so, so if his joy is fixed to that pursuit of exalting Christ, then, then that's that's a sturdy joy, and and it's when my joy is fixed to you know me being successful or making lots of money or you know mm. having fun on a beautiful day, and then it then the, the weather's bad. You know, <laughs> it's uh, you know when my when my joy is pinned to something circumstantial, it is it's just so flimsy. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And. And, or when it's, when it's stuck to something we can't, like extraneous circumstances, we can't even yeah. control, like the weather you mentioned. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, you know, yeah. It's so easy to complain about the weather and it's so easy to make the weather, allow the weather to ruin yeah. our days. Yeah. And, and that's just not what God calls us to, is it? Oh Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so one of the things, I mean, and this is what I just tried to reflect on in the sermon, the thing that just baffled me is when I realized that um, if, if my joy needs to be connected to something sturdy, then, then in the end I conclude that my, my joy is connected to the truth and the reality of the cross. Mm-hmm. Um, but then this, this reflecting on, wow, the cross is also connected to the most horrible, sad broken reality that exists and and this is where you know my i would like to believe you know we can we're either joyful or or we're sad and it's like it's one or the other um but when i look at the cross it mixes joy and sadness Mm -hmm. and it just there's a nuance to the christian life that it's not about um pursuing joy and, uh, and bottling up or, you know, getting rid of all things sadness, but somehow, um, joy and sadness in the Christian life exist 
all tied up together. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's, you know, truthfully, I'm, I'm a pretty, um, I, I like things simple. So for me to try to get my mind around what does the Christian life look like that is mm-hmm. joy and sadness all wrapped up together, um, that's, that's not actually how I want it to be. I, mm-hmm. I want it to be, I want to think that if I follow Christ, it is all joy. Um, yeah. That's just, it's not it. No, it's not it. And it's, um, I mean, and I think that's where, that's why I probably, because I probably spaced out a little bit, number one. And so <laughs> I didn't hear the context of yeah. sturdy joy versus mm-hmm. dirty joy. But yeah. this concept of, um, let's see, now I have to look at my notes. Um, sorrow does not contradict joy. Yeah. Sorrow is the soil from which joy grows. So I like, I think I was busy writing those things down and trying yeah. to remember what those were. And so then when I heard dirty joy, it just automatically was like, yes, of course, because oh, yeah. it's sorrow and joy, it's dirty joy. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. And it's coming up from soil. You're thinking soil. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's coming good. up from soil. It's like those, yeah. it's like those new, the brand new plants when they come up through the soil and they still have dirt on them. Yeah. Oh Which yeah. We're seeing now because of yeah. the weather getting warmer. Yeah. But yeah, it, I, um, it's, it is, you know, going back to your comment that you want to believe that the Christian life is all huh. joy, right? Yeah. I think, um, I think that's an easy pendulum to swing. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, and so it, and so then, we as Christians can be accused of ignoring what's really awful in this world. Yeah. And. Um, I'm not sure what that solution is, except to, except to embrace that nuanced life that you were talking yeah. about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I, I, the, the lyric that keeps running through my head is from the hymn, Sorrow and Love Flow Mingled Down. Oh yeah, yeah, that is, that is great, that's true. And, and it's the sorrow, love and joy uh-huh um that that it's it it is it is woven together like a cloth yeah and not separated like pillars yeah i remember trying to um contemplate once in my life years ago where it was probably in the context of someone someone giving me some constructive feedback about um you know not not moving in or acknowledging the harder, more broken and painful things in life. Um, mm-hmm. And I found myself thinking, okay, do I, have, do I have more reason to be joyful because of God's love for me or to be sad over the brokenness of the world? Um, and, and the truth is, wow, those things are both huge. You know, the, the love of God has victory, but but, but they're still two very real things. And, and as a Christian, I need to live and walk through both of them. And um, while, while there's, there's victory in, uh, in God's love for us, so, so one could say, oh, the reason for joy wins. That's true. Um, but, 
but the reality of brokenness is still here. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and then just realizing that I, I actually, in, in just a, a counterintuitive kind of way, um, the more I understand, the more I turn and look at sadness and brokenness, then the more grateful I am and even actually joyful for the, the victory of Jesus. Mm-hmm. So it's so strange that if, if I actually move further into sorrow, it, it's opening up for me a new realization of the extent and heights of joy. And, mm-hmm. and that is, I mean, that just, it still blows my mind how God created the world in such a way where that could be our reality. Um, but, I, but I think it is. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, that's the difference, right, between a believer and a non-believer is that yeah. when we sorrow, mm-hmm. we do not grieve without hope. Yeah. We have hope. And our hope allows for the grief. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and it's... Um, Yeah. So <laughs> I lost my train of thought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. But I think, um, you know, I love that you referenced second Corinthians 11, where Paul was all of his suffering. Oh yeah. This is what I've been through. I've been through, I've been through, I've been through, I've been through. Uh-huh. And, um, and yet he's still able to have joy while he's yeah. in prison and writing to the Philippians. Yeah. And, um, and the definition of joy. I think we should talk about that for a little bit. Yeah, oh, that's good. So the definition of joy, a, um, a settled confidence in the goodness of God, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, you know, that just goes to, uh, if my joy is fixed on the goodness of God, then the goodness of God isn't changing. Um, if my joy is fixed on how well I do at a basketball game or how well I do on that test or, you know, how much people like me, then I am in for a crazy ride. Mm-hmm. And, and there's the reality. That's, that's the crazy ride that most of us live on uh, or, or keep getting pulled back to. And, you know, and then we wake up and realize, no, I don't, I don't want to be on this ride. I, I want to have this fixed confidence in the goodness of God no matter what. Um, mm-hmm. But the, I mean, the hard thing is, you know, if, if I have a fixed confidence in the goodness of God, no matter what, then part of that is acknowledging that my life is about um, uh, acknowledging, honoring, exalting the goodness of God. And, um, and, and that's difficult because I have the constant temptation that says, actually, wouldn't life be more enjoyable if I was following these other things that seem to, to bring more immediate gratification? Right. Um, but it's those very things that bring immediate gratification that throw me into a roller coaster and give me the flimsiest joy in the world. And it's walking this path that is honoring Christ, that is focusing on the goodness of God. That's where I'm going to have sturdy joy. But it's, it's not what the world says is an enjoyable life. Um, mm. It's it's hard, difficult. You're acknowledging sadness, um, mm-hmm. 
but it's it's right. It's what we were created for. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it's easy for us to think, even if we know differently, mm-hmm. but to believe that, oh, now that I'm a Christian, everything in my life will go well. Yeah. <laughs> everything in yeah. my life will be easy. Mm-hmm. When the reality is, probably it's going to get worse. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. that's God uses the hard and the difficult, the sour, sour, oh my goodness. <laughs> sour. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what this word so. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh. Uh, our grief. <laughs> How about that? I'll change it to grief. Um, this, the sad things in this world, the difficulties, the hardships, the suffering to bring us closer to him. Yeah. Because when everything is going my way, mm-hmm. I don't need God. Yeah. And, and I'm happy. Yeah. Right. And when the, the challenge is when things are hard, when I'm grieving, when, um, when I witness or experience suffering, that's when um, I can choose to grieve with hope and with joy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think of the I think of the contrast, and this is you know this is just the gift of life experiences that God can bring, and and I think of how you know one of my absolute favorite places to be would be um, at the beach. Yeah. Uh, and just enjoying being at the beach without, you know, with no responsibility. Um, and so I can picture times of being on the beach and just having a blast. Um, and, uh, and, and realizing in that moment, um, you know, now later in life, being at the beach and realizing, you know, this is great, but it wasn't all I hoped it would be. Hmm. Um, and then, then I can contrast that with a moment of sitting down, um, you know, sitting down by myself at the end of a hard day and, and just having a conversation with the Lord. And the Lord can bring a sense of joy in that very normal moment after a hard day. I, I've seen how the Lord can bring a sense of joy in that moment more than, than the joy that I felt, you know, while at the beach when everything seemed to be awesome. And I contrast those two and I think, wow, I, I do want the deeper joy of that simple moment and not the superficial fleeting joy of that, that moment on the beach. Mm-hmm. And, and, that, and that just reminds me that, okay, I, I, I don't need to seek those, those other circumstantial things. I, I want to just seek the presence of God um, mm-hmm. in the midst of normal moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the midst of midst of daily life. Yeah. 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 Well, um, as we close, is there any, are there any last thoughts that you would like to leave with us? (laughs) Um, well, (laughs) the silly, yeah, no, I mean, last thoughts, oddly, my mind goes to where we started just with, with silly things. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, another thing that I so wanted to do to portray joy um, in a memorable way um, during the sermon is I wanted to just break into that. Uh, you know, I don't know whether it's a Toby Mac song that says, uh, I choose joy, let it move you. And then, but I, I decided better and not to do that, but oh, I just wanted to break into song and dance um, 
But I wish I was gifted enough to break into like a, a genuine song and dance like that. Um, but anyway, I would, I would so, love to see it. <laughs> so that's that's the silly thing I'll I'll leave you with. Uh, there's uh, God, I will say, God gives us joy amidst whatever circumstances. He does, and I will say that probably my favorite line in the entire sermon. I mean, that made me laugh the hardest was when you were talking about. Um, your personal example of letting your joy rest on circumstances. And uh, you said, I wish that was an overstatement. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. With my teenage desire to be liked by others. Yes. Holy mackerel. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And I think we still, I mean, it's, it's an innate desire. Oh, sure. Whether oh, we're yeah. teens or whether we're adults, yeah. like yeah. Mm. we want to be liked by others and, um, it's not possible always yeah. to be yeah, liked by that's others, right. especially um, as believers in this yeah. day and age. So, um, well, thank you, Brentley. I still stand by my dirty joy. <laughs> should have been sturdy joy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. I'm glad I got that straightened out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, next week is Holy Week. And so we will not have a sermon discussion. And instead, every uh, day, except for Good Friday, we will have a midday meditation um, starting at noon, going live on Facebook and, I and on our blog as well um, after noon. So, um, and in the live stream as well. Yes. So, um, all right. Well, thanks for joining me. Oh, yeah. Thanks I for the conversation. It. Yeah, yeah, it's always fun. <laughs> Great. Hope you have a joyful day. Thank you. I appreciate that. See ya. See you all.